Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 81. Today we're gonna to be talking about tips for storing your food. So please just stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into the episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, so hi everyone. Today we're going to be talking about tips for storing your food. But before we get into the topic, first I want to share, like I always do on my Monday episodes, my frugal tip of the week. So this week's tip is um, just to make sure that you negotiate any bills that you can. And the reason I thought of this is because we have um, a satellite radio service for one of our vehicles. And... um, Every year, well, actually the first year I did this, I really was going to cancel because the, um, the service cost was too high, I thought, for what we were, how much we were using it. So I had called to cancel. Um, legitimately, I was really going to cancel. I wasn't using the tactic to try and get money off. Um, and I called to cancel, and they offered me half off of the annual fee. So I was like, all right, well, I guess we'll keep it one more year. And then the next year came around and it was back to the high amount again. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. So I called to cancel again. And again, they offered me half off. So then I realized, um, okay, it seems like if I just call, they'll give me half off. So why wouldn't I just call? So every year I call. And at first I was saying I wanted to cancel every year and then they would give me half off. And then in more recent years, um, the woman that I spoke to you know, she just kind of said, if you're, you know, you've been a customer for a long time, if you just call and say, I'm looking um, to, to get uh, upgraded to the most recent promotion that's going on, they'll just upgrade you. So it wasn't really because I said I was canceling. You can basically just call and ask for, um, you know, to get the current promotion because you've been a customer for a long time. So every year it's probably got to be going on like, I feel like it's been six or seven years. Every year I've called and I get half off of what I what, what I was gonna be billed. So just think about it, like if I hadn't called, I would have paid double the amount for like all of those years. So that's my frugal tip of the week. If you have anything um, like that type of service or anything that you might be able to, uh, you know, call to negotiate, it's usually I guess like the types of services that kind of run promotions and offer discounts and things like that, but it doesn't hurt to try with anything else. So just think about some of your bills and. Um, you know, think, just see if maybe there might be some opportunity to call and ask if you can get a better rate. So that's that. So now let's talk about food storage tips. So the reason I wanted to talk about food storage tips is because, um, you know, food storing your food properly is really important because of the fact if it goes bad, you wasted a lot of money on purchasing all that food that you're never going to be able to use. And besides for the money, I mean, who, who likes to waste food anyway? Like it always feels bad to waste food. And the fact that you paid money for it um, makes it even worse because now you're gonna have to repurchase food and you already spent money on that food that you could have eaten. So it's really important to store your food properly so that you can use it um, before it goes bad. 
So um, I just found some different tips. Some of them are things I use. Some of them are some things that I just found that I hadn't necessarily done before. Um, so I was just going to kind of share with you um, the things that I had found and the tips that I have of what I do when I store my food. So um, I guess first we could talk about produce. So um, the one thing I saw, which I didn't really know, but I kind of heard sort of about was um, it says you can't store root vegetables and onions together. So like, for example, potatoes and onions. If you put potatoes and onions together, um, they produce gases that make each other spoil faster. So you wanna keep those separate. Um, potatoes, you're actually supposed to store in a cool, dry area, um, like maybe in your basement or in your garage. Um, they say not to store them in the fridge and you're not supposed to store them where it's light. Although I do have to say, I actually keep mine in like a basket on the counter because um, we go through potatoes really quickly. So that's something to keep in mind too, like how fast do you use the food? That's gonna determine how strict you need to be about following the rules of um, you know storing it and, and if you're gonna need to make it last longer or not. This is a new one that I saw and I keep seeing it now. I've seen it um, on a YouTube channel that I watch and then I saw it um, come up I think when I was looking for some other food storage tips and I saw it somewhere else too. Um, and you may already know this. Oh, another reason why I'm remembering too that it, it came up sort of is because I bought a bunch of bananas from BJ's and I noticed when I brought them home that like the little, what do they call it, the crown, you know, like where the bunch of bananas kind of starts, the little top part where all the bananas come off from, it was wrapped in plastic wrap. Like when I bought it, it had like this little tiny plastic thing like wrapped around that part. And I was like, oh, that's so funny because I just saw a YouTube video and one of the things she said was that she wraps um, foil or plastic wrap around that part of the bananas um, because it, what it does is it, um, it stops the, um, it, it slows it down from releasing the ethylene gas. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that properly, but um, that gas is what um, helps them ripen, I guess. So by putting the wrap there, it um, it helps it from it stops it from ripening too quickly. So I thought that was kind of an interesting tip, and I haven't tried it yet, but I've seen it a bunch of times now. So I'm going to try that very soon and see how it works out. Also, um, if you have bananas and they do start to get too ripe, I usually just stick them in the freezer. Um, either I will uh, peel them and put them in a baggie and stick them in a freezer, or I've also just frozen them um, in a baggie with these, like without peeling them. I don't know if there's a certain way um, you're supposed to do it. Usually I'll peel them if I'm not in a hurry, but if I'm in a hurry and I just wanna get them like put away in the freezer right away so that they don't rot, I'll just kind of stick them in a bag and throw them in there. Um, but they're really good to use in like a smoothie or like a, a recipe that calls for like mashed bananas, like banana bread, or I make a healthy um, cookie that's just literally mashed up bananas, um, some oats, it's like two, two ripe bananas, um, one cup of quick oats, and like a quarter cup of um, chocolate chips. And you bake it at, I think, 400 for um, 15 minutes. And they come out really good. Not that this was an episode to share recipes, but I just thought of it. It's such a quick, easy, healthy cookie recipe, and it comes out so good. My kids love it. But I'll do that with like... Um, bananas if they need to be used up if they're starting to get too ripe or I'll take um, frozen ones that we're going to get too ripe 
out of the freezer and make that recipe. So anyway, um, green leafy vegetables and lettuce. Um, if you put a paper towel in with them and make sure that they have air too, um, that will help keep them fresh longer. Um, it just, you don't want them to get like that moisture because it winds up making them like get um, like that slimy stuff and they just get kind of gross. So keeping a paper towel in there will keep out the moisture, which will help keep them fresh longer. Um, for berries, you can wash them in a water and vinegar bath um, to, to kill the bacteria and that prevents mold. Um, my kids were actually just recently doing this. They saw some video or something going around about where um, if you put strawberries in like a vinegar um, and water bath, it, the, like these little bugs would come out. And little things did come out that looked like bugs. I'm totally, I'm not totally sure if they were actually bugs or not. They were just like little tiny things. But anyway, it does work to wash the berries like that. And it's supposed to make them last a lot longer. And I would imagine it does because you figure if you're killing whatever stuff is on the outside of them, um, it would help them, uh, you know, not get, not go moldy as quickly. Another produce tip, I don't have too many produce tips, so sorry, if you, if you want more, just let me know and I will try and uh, see what more I can find if there's any particular produce that you have an issue with storing. Um, I usually try and use produce very quickly, like if I buy it, I try and use the things that go bad the quickest um, as soon as I get them, like I kind of plan my meals in that way and then the things that last longer are planned for later in the week. So I don't really spend too much time really worrying about how I'm storing the produce, but I do follow these few little tips. Um, but, but anyway, avocados. If this is something that you eat, you'll know that when you, you put them on the counter um, and they will continue to ripen if they're too hard when you get them. Um, but if you've ever left them on the counter for a very short time past when they've got to their peak ripeness, they'll start to rot very quickly. So what I do is I put them on the counter until they're right at like that perfect ripeness and then stick them in the fridge. And when you stick them in the fridge, it stops them from ripening and they'll stay that way for at least a few days. They, they last much longer in the fridge. I've even gone probably like close to four or five days after they were fully ripe with them in the fridge. And um, it's really just, it works really well for avocados. So, okay, so now I want to talk about freezing foods because freezing foods for me is probably the, um, the biggest way that I use to store food to keep it from going bad. So one of the things that's really important is to freeze your foods in the appropriate portions. Um, you know, if you buy like a bulk package of ground beef, um, but you're only going to use like one pound, say, at a time, you want to make sure that you separate it into portions um, that you can easily pull out that are going to be in the size that you're going to want to use. Because if you have this big chunk of ground beef in the freezer um, that's way more than you want to use for your recipe, you're never going to want to pull it out. And chances are it might wind up just sitting in there until it winds up going bad. Because um, it's going to be diff very difficult for you to pull it out and, and have a use for that much of the meat. You know, you, you definitely want to freeze in portion sizes. And the same thing goes for even things like chicken legs or um, sausage or anything like that. You might think they would be easier to separate, but they're actually pretty hard to get apart once they're frozen. So you want to make it as easy as possible to just quickly pull stuff out of the freezer and use it. You also want to make sure to, to store them, like to wrap them properly or put them in a 
uh, freezer container um, when you put them in like a, a, a container that's like safe for the freezer when you put them in there but that's kind of depending on how much time they're going to be in the freezer like for example when I freeze bread I actually just throw it in the freezer right in the bag that the bread comes in like even with the little twisty thing at the end um, I just throw the whole loaf of bread right in there because I know it's not going to be in there very long um, we go through bread quickly and I do buy bread once a week but the second I get it I just toss it in the freezer that way I don't have to worry um, about it going bad at all even though I know we're going to use it quickly if one week we use less than normal or whatever it's just in the freezer and it's fine but I know it's going to be used within a week or two so I don't really worry too much about how it's stored um, yeah more so but definitely more care is needed for things that you're going to keep in the freezer longer because if I threw bread in the freezer and um, it was kept in there for a really long time in those bags I don't think it would do too well um, so let's see oh yeah so but 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 you do want to plan to use um, your food that you're putting in the freezer like you want to have a plan for it you don't want to just store stuff in the freezer um, with no time in mind when you plan to use it because things will go bad for for staying in there too long so um, you know they, they last a pretty long time but you do want to make sure that they're not just going in there like to use whenever at some point in the future you should have some kind of a plan and kind of keep like a rotation going so that you're using up what was in there the longest and then um, you know the the newer stuff that you're buying you're putting um, below that so that you use that up next after you've used what was in there the longest first um, let's see oh yeah and just make sure to keep in mind like what's in your freezer so that you can include it in your meal plan like it's the worst thing to find something at the bottom of your freezer that's now freezer burned and you can't use it anymore because you forgot you put it in there. So um, a lot of times what I'll do is when I'm putting groceries away, I'll just kind of take a look and see what's in there and make sure that there's nothing in there that's been forgotten. And if there is, I'll make sure to get it on a meal plan right away so that it gets used up. Um, okay, so one thing I do that makes it really easy for me to um, see what's in the freezer um, that I used to struggle with is I use we have a chest freezer um, and this would work for most regular freezers too when you're if you're storing meat um, or uh, you know anything that you're freezing in like portions I use um, the reusable grocery grocery bags to portion things out by food type so like for example I'll have one um, bag which is like just like say chicken um, one bag that's like just maybe um, ground beef one bag might be ground turkey um, I have probably like maybe four or five different bags and I kind of sort the things out like that because what used to happen is in the chest freezer at least things would come in they would go in there and everything was just kind of piled on top of everything and it was so hard to find things and get things out and that's where I would wind up where something would wind up being left at the bottom and I would never see it and then it'd get wasted so by using these freezers um, the, the food um, grocery bags the reusable grocery bags I'm able to pull out the entire bag with the stuff in it and get to what's underneath so like I'll just quickly easily pull out say like maybe the chicken bag the ground beef bag the whatever bag and just pull them right out of the freezer and stick like place them down on the floor and then I can get to whatever the Say I'm looking for pork chops or whatever, which is another bag. I can get to that bag, and and within that bag, there's not too many things. Maybe there's like, a, say if it's like 
chicken breast or something, maybe I could see, okay, I have two or three packages of chicken breast in here. So I could see exactly what I have and nothing gets lost that way in the freezer. So I heard that tip on some maybe Facebook group I was on or whatever and um, I, I started doing it and it worked out really, really well to keep the freezer organized so that I could always see what's in there and it's, I don't have that problem where everything just kind of gets piled on top and you can't tell what's in there. Um, oh yeah, and another thing, make sure that you label your food that you're putting in a storage bag or plastic container because trust me, as much as you think it looks like you'll be able to tell what it is, once it's frozen, Sometimes it's really hard to remember what that thing was or even tell by looking at it what it is. So it's really important to label the foods that you're gonna freeze. So those are like the main kind of freezing tips that I have. I also wanna talk about some other things that you can freeze that you might not know that you can freeze. So um, milk, you can definitely freeze. Um, this is kind of an odd one, but I recently, within the last couple of months, had to freeze a ton of milk because um, my neighbor was getting milk from the school. And um, sorry, this happens every time. I have to let my dogs out. Oh, one of them's going out, the other one's not. Um, I, we were getting, she was getting milk from the school because her son um, was getting school lunches. And since the schools were closed, um, she was able to go once a week to pick up his lunches for the week, but the milk that they gave wasn't milk that they would drink in their house. Um, but they had to take it. It was just kind of part of the deal. They just gave you the food and the milk was part of it. Um, so she had given us this milk because we use it. It was like 1% milk or whatever, but they don't use it. So, she, But every week she kept giving us all these milks and I was like, what the heck am I going to do with all this milk? So I started freezing the little, um, it was just like those little uh, milk cartons like you would get in school. I would put like say six of them in like a Ziploc bag and stick them in the freezer and I kept accumulating them um, because I did see that you could freeze milk so I knew it was okay but I had never done it before. And then um, what I wound up doing is like every day I would take out just like one or two of them and stick them in the fridge. They did take a while to defrost, even those little tiny containers, I would say it took like two to three days sometimes to defrost once they were in the fridge. But once they defrosted, they were fine. So I've been going through them still. I'm just about almost to the end of them, but every day I'll take out like one or two and then let it defrost and then I just use it. Um, I do use it right away because um, I don't really know how long it had left when I froze it because you can't really go by the dates anymore because the date on the milk obviously pertained to when it was fresh. Um, so I use them pretty quickly, but I haven't had any problems that they've all been fresh Nothing's like weird or texture or anything like that. So Anyway, milk is good to freeze um, Cheese is definitely good to freeze. Um, there's certain things you can't freeze Well, at least I've read that you you shouldn't freeze like fresh cheeses like softer cheeses um, like fresh mozzarella regatta cottage cheese that type of thing um, but I definitely I buy shredded cheddar and shredded mozzarella usually every week in my grocery shopping and that's another thing that goes straight into the freezer. I have a little bin where I keep shredded cheeses and I pull the ones that are in there already to the front of the bin and I put the new ones to the back and that way I know I'm always using the oldest ones first and they freeze really well. I take it out in the morning if I'm cooking a recipe that uses it at night and um, I just defrost it and it's perfect. Um, so I never have to worry about the cheese going bad. You can also freeze butter. 
Um, another good thing to freeze if you have uh, kids or even if you just want like a quick meal or snack for yourself is homemade pancakes. Um, you can just put them in Ziploc baggies and freeze them and they reheat really well in the microwave. Um, cookies, um, at, at uh, the holidays we will make a ton of cookies um, and you know you don't want like all those cookies sitting out where you're just going to constantly keep eating them. So what we'll do is um, we'll put some in like a cookie jar and then we'll take like portions and save them in like quart size um, freezer bags. So they're like kind of little portions you could take out and cookies freeze really well. I'm guessing obviously it depends on the type of cookie, but we usually make like chocolate chip cookie type generally, um, like the Toll House cookies, Toll House chocolate chip cookies, and um, they definitely freeze really well. And they're actually really good like partially frozen too if you just take them out of the freezer and you eat them when they're still like almost frozen. They're really good like that too. Um, muffins, I've made um, muffins for the kids, like big batches of them and froze them in portions and then just take out a few here and there. So those freeze really well. Again, length of time matters. Try and make sure you're gonna use them uh, within a reasonable amount of time because I'm sure if you stored muffins and they were um, kept in there for too long, they would start to kind of get freezer burn. So just think about the time. Um, oh, another thing I freeze a lot is leftover taco meat. Um, I used to actually purposely make a big batch of taco meat and then um, divide it into portions and freeze one for another meal. That's actually a really good um, simple, you know, to make a simple meal, quick meal. I haven't really been doing that too much anymore, but if I do have leftovers, I will freeze it so that I can use it for like another meal or just kind of make like a taco pizza or something like that with it. Um, deli ham is another thing you can freeze. Um, sorry letting the dog in now. Um, the only thing that I have found is that it seems like water, um, when you defrost it again, like some water comes out of it, I guess from being frozen. Um, so I don't, I don't use it for sandwiches, like regular sandwiches if I freeze it. Um, and the only reason I usually freeze it is I don't purposely freeze deli ham. But say if I bought some lunch meat and I'm like, okay, it's kind of at that point where it's like, if we don't eat this today, it's going to start to get um, to the point where it's going to have to get thrown out. So if that day comes and we haven't eaten it, I'll put it in a Ziploc baggie and I'll stick it in the freezer. And then what I'll do is say if like um, I'm making grilled cheese sandwiches with soup one night for dinner or something like that, I'll defrost that ham and then I'll just kind of take like a paper towel and just kind of get any of the extra moisture off of it. And I'll put it on um, the grilled cheese sandwiches. So I'll do like grilled ham and cheese. And it comes out really good like that. And then it doesn't get wasted. Um, so that's that. Sauce, you can definitely freeze. Um, I used to make batches of sauce and freeze them. I haven't done that in a while again. I have kind of gotten out of the whole freezer meal prep thing a little bit. Um, I do want to get back into it at some point. But right now I'm just using my regular meal plans and just buying things as I need them each week. But definitely sauce. Um, you could do meat sauce, regular sauce without meat. Um, and I used to like to freeze it in as a block bag um, and lay it flat and freeze it so it doesn't take up too much space in the freezer. Um, tomato paste, I've seen this tip so many times. You know how you have a recipe and it'll call for like one tablespoon of tomato paste and you're like, well, what am I gonna do with the rest of the can? So um, you can freeze it. You can actually even freeze it in those portion sizes so that you can um, use it for recipes as needed. But a different tip is I don't actually do that because I found another tip where you can use ketchup instead of tomato paste as a substitute 
in those recipes that call for like a tablespoon of tomato paste and I've been doing that ever since because I, I just never want to open up a can of tomato paste to use one tablespoon even though I could freeze it. Um, so just a tip, if you don't want to have to bother with freezing that tomato paste, you might want to try the ketchup um, instead of tomato paste substitute. I've never had an issue where a recipe tasted weird because I used ketchup instead of tomato paste for that part of the recipe. Um, so that's that. Uh, soups, you could definitely freeze soups. Um, not like milk-based ones, like not like creamy, like chowder type soups that they do tend to separate. And you definitely don't wanna freeze soups that have noodles in them. Um, but what I usually do, just as a general tip anyway, for storing leftover soup um, that has noodles as part of the soup is that I don't put the noodles in the soup when I make it. I keep them separate and everyone can add the noodles as they want. And then I even keep them in a separate Ziploc container in the fridge separate from the soup um, that way you don't get like where the noodles suck, soak up like all the juice from the soup and then you just have like this big soggy noodle mess <laughs> so that's just a tip too but that but the soup works to freeze it um, also you know if you just put that in a ziploc baggie or a container and then you could just um, you know defrost it and then make noodles on the side and then just add them to your soup if it's that type of a soup um, rice, you can cook rice and freeze it. Um, that's really good if you want to do like a quick um, stir fry meal or, you know, whatever um, type of meal or, or add to soup or anything like that. And then definitely, like I mentioned before, bread, hamburger buns, hot dog buns, those always go right in the freezer in my house and I just pull them the night out before I need them. Again, I'm usually buying, for, buying them for the upcoming week, so I do just toss them in right in the bags that they come in. Um, but it's really good because I just don't have to worry about them going bad or anything like that. Okay, so those are like freezer, all like my freezer tips. So I know this episode is mostly freezer tips, but that's, that's kind of a lot of the food storage that I use to keep things fresh so that things don't go bad. Um, I did have a couple of miscellaneous other tips that I wanted to share. They're just kind of random, but one thing that I'll do um, in the summertime is before, like if I know I'm gonna do like grilled chicken or a steak on the grill or even under the broil or whatever, when I put it in the bag to freeze it, I'll put it in like a Ziploc bag to freeze it and I'll actually marinate it right then. I'll put the marinade in the bag, put the meat in, like swish it around, seal it up and put it in the freezer that way. And then that way when I take it out to defrost it, um, by the time it's done defrosting, it's already marinated too, and then I can just throw it on the grill really quick. So I just think that's really um, simple, quick way to have a quick um, dinner um, ready, something you could just pull out, defrost, and then cook. Um, so that's that. Uh, what else was there? Uh, let's. Oh, I'm sorry. I already said this. I wrote a note to make sure I mentioned about putting the things in order of the newest ones first, but I think I already did mention that. Oh, another thing I saw was to um, store dairy at the back of the fridge where it's the coldest. Like they always say you're not supposed to keep your milk in the door of the fridge um, where they always have that spot to put your milk. But I do have to say I do store it in the door. Um, my family goes through milk really quickly, so I really don't worry about it too much. But if you don't go through milk very quickly, you might want to consider maybe storing it at the back of the fridge because it's supposed to be the coldest there and it'll stay the freshest longest. 
Um, let's see. Uh, um, what else? Oh, yeah. If you do have meat items or anything else that you don't think you're going to use right away that do need to be frozen, I suggest freezing them like as soon as you get home from the grocery store. Like while you're putting your groceries away, just divide them up right then and get them right into the freezer. That way you don't have to deal with it later. It's just so much easier. Um, so that's it. Those are all my food storage tips. Hopefully maybe there was one or two things in here that you didn't know or that may, might be helpful. Um, but like I said, food storage is so important because you don't want to spend money on food and then let it go to waste. So just really keep in mind and try and plan to make sure that you're going to be using what you purchased within a reasonable amount of time so you don't have to store food for too long. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, please reach out to me on Facebook if you have any comments or questions or episode suggestions. Um, you can reach me at facebook.com slash Lola's Frugal Life. You can also join our private listeners group, which there's a link to the group on that Facebook page, or you can also go directly to facebook.com slash groups slash Lola's Frugal Life and submit a request to join there. We talk about things that are um, relevant to the show, um, you know, topics on um, meal planning, um, cleaning, frugalness, <laughs> things like that. Um, all the same types of topics that are on the show. So we would love to have you there. Also, don't forget to subscribe if you like the show. And please leave me a review if you feel up to it. And uh, that's it for today. Um, thank you again so much for listening. And I hope you have a really awesome day.